Welcome to the Law of Attraction in Action podcast. My name is Michelle Joy, and thank you so much for joining me. I'm here to inspire you to live amazing lives through the Law of Attraction and help you see how powerful you really are. In this podcast, you'll hear interviews, and I will give you inspirational talks on my Monday session. So thank you so much for joining me, and happy manifesting! Welcome to Love, Attraction, and Action. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. My name is Michelle Joy, and I am your host. And today I bring two people from all over the world and all walks of life who are here to share their journey with you around the law of attraction so you can have an amazing life too. So today's guest, he's a very dear friend, and I'm going to tell you a little story behind all of this. He's magical in my book, um, but his name is Luis Navarte, and he is a spiritual healer matrix energetic worker and just an all-around amazingly powerful beautiful person and I'm so so happy to have you here Louise. Thank you. Thank you. Very happy to be here and so happy to see you. So I was telling uh, Louise the story. I said oh I got to tell you what happened how this podcast even started. I said well well let me sit record so you've not heard this story yet but let me tell you a story. Uh, was it two and a half years ago? I just was wow. a pretty new full-time entrepreneur and Luis and I decided to do an event together. And so we did all this work and it was a beautiful, I don't know. Do you remember what we called it? I don't remember what it was called. No, no. <laughs> a while ago. But we were so excited to work together and we go into the event and one person showed up. And I remember at the time going like, oh my gosh, like, this is devastating. We were both pretty devastated. But what I did that day, and you didn't know this, but I left there and I said, you know what? I have a choice if I can be in misery or in joy. And it was a beautiful day. So I said, you know what? I'm, I choose joy. And so my fiance and I went, there, went to a beautiful winery. And at that winery, um, I was so inspired by the people. It's called Villa Cantalina, which is in Oregon City, which is just outside of Portland for people who come out here. It's a beautiful winery. And the people who own it uh, made it just very extravagant and beautiful, but they did it without knowing what they were doing. So it's so inspirational. And in that moment, I thought, you know what, maybe I can teach this stuff like on a podcast. And so it was in that moment of something did not work out that I had the divine inspiration for something that has worked out like this podcast. So I wanted to share that with you, Luis, because you had no idea yeah. that's how my podcast started. <laughs> so that's how it started. <laughs> we never know how sometimes the inspiration will come from. Right, right. It's yes. oftentimes at the heels of something that doesn't work. So, but anyway, but this podcast is not about me. It's about you, Luis. So please <laughs> tell the listeners, how did you come into the law of attraction and how has it changed your life? Uh, well, the law of attraction came around a little over 10 years ago. Um, as probably a lot of you have heard this story when we are in a really worse period of our time. I, I, I literally crashed. I, I was in a, in a really bad situation emotionally and I just completely collapsed. And during that collapsing, that's how the law of attraction came to me. And the law of attraction came because of my desire of keep moving forward. That's when my abilities start becoming much more open. That's when things start being more um, sensitive for me. That's when I start, you know, sensing more people and understanding more about my, my abilities. And the law of attraction was one of the tools that came to me in order for me to understand my reality 
in order for me to observe my reality. And from that understanding and observation to make a decision what I want to do with it and how I want to change. Of course, at that time, it was not as clear as I am talking right now with you. Mm -hmm. Of course, it was very chaotic. And also another beautiful person came into my life that is uh, Louis Hay, you know, mm -hmm. with all the teachings and all the affirmations and all of that. And it was about, you know, okay, this is my programming. This is what I'm attracting. And it's just not working. And it's not working because the law of attraction is always there if you believe it or not. Sometimes when I work with clients, I said, look, what about if you go to a very remote place and they don't have TV, they don't, you know, they barely speak the language and you start talking about gravity and it's a completely new concept for them. And you try to understand it, but they don't believe you that gravity exists. Now, not because they don't believe it, gravity stops working for them gravity works for everybody and that's what i talk to my clients very often okay the law of attraction is something that is there you can believe it or not but it's there and it works and it's happening every single minute every single moment of your life mm -hmm. and when you understand what it is and how you can shift how you can change how you can observe who you really are mm -hmm. in order to understand why you are attracting what you're attracting and from there make a decision and say okay do you want to change or not and from there you know it's been a very interesting over 10 years of my life I'm very happy right now um, of course and I tell my clients this you know life is not perfect but life is perfect with imperfections mm -hmm. uh, but how I live my life now and how I address my problems now mm -hmm. is very different how I did it before all of this happens to me. It almost because feels like a curiosity, right? Like, oh, what is this? Yeah, yeah. Why? For example, in the, uh, since Friday last week, I've been having a lot of lower back pain. And it's like, hmm, I want to, and, and I know part of why I'm having some pain. I'm challenging myself into another big step. And I'm challenging ah. myself into, okay, now it's time for me to address some emotional situations that I'm being postponing or, or you know, being negligent about it. And I decided, okay, it's time because I want more. I want the next step. And normally when I challenge myself at that level, um, something happens. And in this case, it's my lower back. And my lower back is being, you know, bothering me. And it's like, okay, perfect. Um, Mm -hmm. that that for me is a good frame of how much fear I experience challenging myself in something that I don't like to be challenged mm -hmm. uh, but at the same time again by observation I have found that where I am is not where I want to be I want more mm -hmm. and through the observation that's when I said okay what do I need to work on next and I said mm -hmm. okay looks like this is it and looks like I choose the the right subjects to work on because again i'm like oh suddenly my body becomes really stiff uh -huh. my body yeah. always talks to me and i get frustrated with this sometimes i'm like why do i have to be so attuned to my body because i know when there's something i'm not doing right like i would say luis it's you holding back because i've had back problems too and i knew yeah. it was holding myself back but anytime i get a pain in my body i know i'm like okay 
okay, what are you trying to teach me? Like, why do I have to have this physical pain? But okay, I guess I'm grateful for you. (laughs) Yeah. And the, and you know, well, for everybody to know, I am an energy healer and I have several guides and the connection that I have with them is beautiful. is wonderful. It's very close. And I can hear them. I can, you know, it's kind of like sometimes I have a, a beautiful, wonderful conversation. And during this process of learning the law of attraction, I want to share with you a couple of steps that I have mm-hmm. learned that they are very powerful and very, very good for people to practice if you want. Yes. And one of them is the concept of becoming a master. When I was having difficulty changing, uh, you know, I start going to meditation, I start asking, and I said, why, why, why is so hard? And they said, because you're a master. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? I said, yes. You are a master of who you are in present time. And from there, what they did with me was they took me into a position where I was able to see how good of a master I was. In other words, they helped me to see my misery and my problems and my health in a way that I was able to see how strong and how powerful I was manifesting in that way. Mm-hmm. And from there, they said, you know, Luis, something that you have to understand is you can become any master that you want to be. In other words, if you become a master of pain, suffering, self-punishment, lack of self-respect, lack of self-love, you can become a master of something else. And I said, okay, I understand that. I understand, finally, I was able to see and perceive clearly how good I was. But I said, but I want to change. Mm -hmm. And they came back and said, really? How much do you really want to change? And it's like, what are you talking about? And I said, yes. (laughs) And that was another beautiful concept that they showed me and they, they, they explained to me. And they said, you know, Luis, when you are in the process of changing, several things are happening. And one of them is like your old master is dying because you are creating a new one. But you have to understand that your old master will fight for its existence. Mm. It means that if you having difficulty or challenging, changing, is because your old master knows that he's dying, mm. that he's, you know, disappearing. It's kind of like, the less attention that you put in something, you know, it's like energy is one of the principles of energy. You just, it just starts shrinking. But that little master or that big master say, no, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I don't want to disappear. I don't want to not exist anymore. It means that he will start fighting. And that is why sometimes we have so much difficulty changing Mm -hmm. because of that. And I said, okay, but sometimes I kind of like that concept. I didn't grasp it. And they said, okay, why we don't explain it in a different way? And I said, okay. And they said, what about if we explained it that what you have done for so long, you became addicted to. You don't necessarily like it, but you, you are, it's just so easy for you to go into the old patterns. Mm-hmm. And when you are in the process of changing, 
they um, show me something that I, I do and I do very often, that is a question. For me, questions are very important. Is they are very powerful. And they said, okay, Luis, you need to ask yourself, when you observe that your reality is not what you want, you need to ask yourself first, do I like it? And if the answer is no, perfect. Do I want to change? And that is when the magic starts because consciously probably you want to change, but unconsciously probably you don't. Mm -hmm. And the reason that this is so important is because I found that sometimes I was so attached to the old patterns that I found that I didn't want to change. I was so addicted to what I had, even when I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. And why this is important? Because the moment that I realized that I didn't want to change because I was so addicted, I reduced conflict. Mm -hmm. And the moment that I start reducing <coughs> conflict, immediately I start moving forward into a different direction. Mm -hmm. One of the problems that we have and we encounter very, very often is conflict. Mm -hmm. Oh, I want a new person in my life, but I feel so miserable. I feel so lonely. Well, you have a conflict because you want something, but you are expressing that you are attracting something different. Mm -hmm. And I, I have learned that when conflict start going into a, a level lower and lower and lower, suddenly I'm not wasting so much energy Mm -hmm. into being in conflict with myself because at the end i'm not in conflict with life i'm not in conflict with the universe i am in conflict with myself mm -hmm. the universe will provide what i am asking for mm -hmm. makes sense mm -hmm. means the first question is do i like it or not and if the answer is no no mm -hmm. i don't like it perfect there is a second question that i like that that i ask myself and it's like okay what is a stronger my desire to change mm -hmm. or my addiction to be where I am. Mm -hmm. And when I'm able to answer that question in a very honest way, mm -hmm. again, the first step, conflict gets reduced. Mm -hmm. And the second step, I am able in a much empowering way to move in the direction that I really want to go. And when I say really, it's because I bring my conscious part of it and my unconscious part of it, and I put it together and I said, okay, I need to make a little mix here. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the unconscious part of it, it will be bigger and the conscious part of it will be you know, smaller. But my, my thought, my wish is that the unconscious part becomes smaller and the conscious part becomes, in other words that my desire becomes bigger and my addiction becomes it's more. where we put our focus and it's just a habitual keep keep thinking of it and keep believing in that change and you're right it's the less we don't focus on the the parts that we're scared of that that's holding yes. us back then it will shrink i do want to talk to you though about energy because you are an yes. energy worker and i want people listening to learn more about this because what you do is really cool and again i have a little backstory if you don't mind me sharing really quick and yes, how please do it. i even met you and i was actually heard about this thing called matrix energetics and i heard about it i think it was hay house radio and a long time ago when i became a certified soul coach and when i started teaching my law of attraction group in portland and i thought gosh it'd be so cool to like meet someone who teaches this and then I was at my church as a unity church and I went to the bookstore and literally the book, my, my eyes went directly to was matrix energetics. I'm like, 
okay, yeah, I, I think this is in my vibration. And then very soon after I went to a bookstore where you were doing readings and here I see a sign with your name and matrix energetics. I'm like, oh my gosh. And immediately I'm like, Luis, you and I have to talk. So we immediately hit it off. Well, that's how I met you. But if you can teach people who are listening what matrix energetics is and how it can help people and what energy is. And I know it's evolved more for you and now that you do channeling, yes. but yes. if you can at least start with the, what matrix energetics is and we can go into more details around what you do. Definitely. Matrix energetics is one, one of so many uh, different techniques that uh, we can learn. And metrics specifically is about tapping into patterns of energy and by intention, helping those patterns to change, to transform into something different. And again, um, uh, metrics is just one of so many. I also have, you know, learned other techniques like quantum touch, the wonder method. Every technique is a little different. Every technique has a different approach to energy. But basically what we do as a providers is like we have the ability to, to connect with our, with our client in this case. And from there, from our own unique way to understand energy, to start helping, you know, to change, to transform, to, to move, to, you know, dissolve, whatever you want to call it. Because again, we are energy, the body's mm -hmm. energy. Like, for example, very often when people come to me with physical pain, it's very interesting that the first thing that I address is the emotional problems. Mm -hmm. uh, when I have a client with me, I normally ask that client to not let me know what, what is the reason for this session. For me, that's a better way to do energy work because when I, I know nothing about my client, I don't get attached to anything. I'm not looking for something specific. I'm just get open. It's like, okay, I'm here to serve you. I know something good will come, how it will come, I have no idea, but I just trust. Mm -hmm. And I just trust that I'm, I'm here to help and to do my best because that's the only thing that we can do to do our best to put one, or 110%. And suddenly people start transforming, people start changing. As I was mentioning before, I have two main lines in the world that I do. One is the energy healing part of it. And the other one is the empowerment part of it. But actually mm -hmm. both are together because sometimes our physical problems come because we lose faith in ourselves. Mm -hmm. It means our empowering when like, mm, we don't know how to re-empower ourselves. Mm -hmm. And if we don't have power, how can we fight? You know, or how can we change? if I don't believe that I can change, if I don't believe in myself, if I believe like, I don't know, I'm a loser, or I believe that I, I, I have this pain and I will need to live for the rest of my life with pain. Well, guess what? The pain will be there forever. That's but a really why? good, that's a good point because I think a lot of people say, okay, I'm going to do the Louise Hay stuff. I'm going to do affirmations. I'm going to self-heal. But if they don't think they're good enough to do it, I never thought of that. It's a really good point. So it is, you're right. It's very important. Because that is when you have, you have the question. For example, if you ask yourself, do I feel that I'm not good enough? How, no, no, sorry. Let me just, how do I feel when I say that I'm not good enough? And I will, and I will assure you that 99% of the time you will feel bad. Mm -hmm. Well, if you feel bad is the next step is, do I want to change or not? And that is when you realize how strong is your old programming Mm -hmm. believing that you are not good enough mm -hmm. 
For example, imagine that you have a lot of relationships in the past and all of them were really bad. I have clients come to me and I said, well, that's what I deserve. Mm -hmm. Well, if you feel and you believe that bad or abuse is what you deserve, mm -hmm. we need to transform that belief into something different. Yeah. Into something that, what about if I start loving myself first? Mm -hmm. What about if I start working in self-respect? What about if mm -hmm. I... Uh, you know, start working on what is really behind. For example, for me right now, what I'm working is what is really behind this pain? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. what is really behind? And, and I know part of it is fear. Mm -hmm. And also part of that, and I just found it earlier, is procrastination. Mm -hmm. For example, what I'm doing as soon as we finish this meeting, I'm running through the door and I'm driving to the coast because I decided that today, I will be seeing the sunset in front of the ocean. I love it. And for the ones that live in other countries, we don't know where we are. We live in Portland, Oregon, and the coast is just around an hour and a half driving from mm -hmm. here. And I will be arriving just around 45 minutes before the, the sunset. But these are the kind of things that normally I procrastinate. No, it's too far. No, I don't I know, to do right? It. We're so close to the coast and how many of us go there? Not very often. And I, you know, it's very interesting because I'm not a water person, but I enjoy being in front of the ocean. It's just mm. like so healing, so beautiful. Mm. And it's like, mm. yes, this is what my back needs. Yes. To be for me in being in front of the ocean, to listen to the ocean, to, to, to feel the ocean and to see a beautiful sunset. And today is an incredible day, sunny. It's yes. great. It's cold. It's just yes. Oregon. <laughs> yes. It's not rainy. Anyway, it's sunny. That yeah. is not usual for Portland, yes, especially. True. But I hope all of this process makes sense. And I hope that all of this process is making sense to all the people that are listening or watching us. Um, and it's true. And, you know, the law of attraction is working all the time. Mm -hmm. It is. If you believe it or not, it's mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. uh, and there is one more principle that I want to share that also I have found extremely important. Yeah. In energy, there is, there is a law that it says we don't go against anything we go in favor of. And it's kind of like related when we were talking earlier about where you put your attention. In other words, I have a lower back pain. Great. My first thing is I am not fighting the back pain. Mm -hmm. I am not going against it. Mm -hmm. What I'm doing is I'm recognizing it with the intention that I don't like it and I want something different. Mm -hmm. That I need to probably love myself more. Like I need to hug myself more. Mm -hmm. And suddenly from there, I start shifting into what I really want to find in order for my back to be different. Mm -hmm. because I really want my back to be different. I it's want a self-love. Yeah, self-love yes. is what heals everything too. Just to, And I like that you said going with it because that's a, an analogy for everything in life, you know, being in the flow. But, you know, I'm a huge Michael Singer fan who wrote Untethered Soul and Surrender Experiment. And he talks a lot about in order to get through the pains and like you said, those um those uh, belief systems that aren't working for us is you need to feel that pain when it shows up and not run from it really just feel it let it go through you and it will flow through you and you'll actually completely energetically let it go yes and you i let, found if you go with it yes and 
through the wonder method, I found that when you allow that pain to go through, don't put your full attention on that. It's kind of like be aware of it, but also try to put your awareness a little distance about it. In other words, kind of like try to be a little an observer. Mm -hmm. In that case, you don't, because it can be overwhelming. Yeah. And you don't want for that to be overwhelming because if it's overwhelming, you won't be able to do anything. Mm-hmm. But if suddenly you said, okay, I recognize the pain. I recognize the misery. I recognize the fear. Perfect. Let it be because it's true. If I suppress it, it comes stronger. Again, we don't go against anything. We go in favor of. Okay, I'm going mm-hmm. in favor of transforming my misery. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Allow that misery to come. But at the same time, try to put your awareness like, not so strong of it, kind of like going little by little. That's another secret. Don't do it. Don't try to do it too drastic. Just little by little, little by little. Okay, I know that is there. I can feel it. I can sense it. But I will put my attention in my breathing, allowing the fear, for example, to be there, but in a much softer way. Mm-hmm. And the more softer that you can do it, the faster it will move. Well, and I think what happens if we do it too fast, then we get too scared and then we abort. And then we, and the next time you want to deal with it, it's like, oh, I don't want to go through that again. So we train our, our bodies or our conscious mind to be afraid of that. So you won't yeah. do it, which is why a lot of people do their coping mechanisms, such as, yeah. you know, watching TV or drinking or sex or whatever is we don't want to deal with it. So I love that we, you give us permission to just take it slowly. Yes. And One of the therefore big secrets. it's right. It's, it's not as traumatic. And so if you, maybe if you don't get it that time, it's not as scary to come back to it. Right. I I used to suffer depression big, big time. And at the beginning, this concept was very strong because I truly believe that my depression will kill me. It means that when the fear was coming, my first instinct, the survival instinct was to suppress it. And until I started receiving help, I found that suppressing was not the answer was allowing to be but again it was overwhelming it was too much I said no mm-hmm. I will die I will die mm-hmm. and suddenly when I passed the first step I found that no I didn't die I didn't die accepting my fear mm-hmm. but again if you accept it in fully it can be so overwhelmed it's just accept it but at the same time try to put your awareness kind of like a little try to distract yourself like going into the breathing, feel what you are feeling with honesty, mm-hmm. but start putting your attention in your breathing. Sometimes I work with clients and I said, okay, put your attention in your toes or in your mm-hmm. hands, move your fingers, feel the pain, but at the same time, start putting a little attention in your fingers mm-hmm. and allow this to start moving little by little, mm-hmm. little by little, little by little. Why? And there are a couple of things important to to say that because it's true when we do it too fast, actually what we are doing is more going into the suppressing part of it Mm -hmm. than really into the healing part of it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's true. Sometimes we don't want to be patient because we want, we want like, no, I'm, I'm I'm in a misery right now. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, I need to attract more money. And if somebody comes to us and say, well, you need to be patient. I say, no, you don't understand. I cannot be patient. I'm broke. I will be mm-hmm. homeless tomorrow. You know, it's why sometimes it's so hard mm-hmm. to really grab the concept that I need to be patient. I don't have time. And I mm-hmm. said, okay, perfect. But again, it's, it's just like, if I try to go too fast, again, I can tell you that more than 50% 
the chances are like I am suppressing it because I don't like it. Yeah. Now, there is another very important part of this because when we, emotions is just energy in motion, emotion, energy motion. Okay. It's important to refer to this because the way that it came to me as a vision is emotions is kind of like a, this ball of energy that it has different faces. It's kind of like a cube, you know? Mm-hmm. It has different faces, and each face can be represented as something different. Happiness, sadness, anger, etc., etc. But the cube is still the cube. In other words, the energy is still the energy. When I learn to suppress one emotion, I'm also learning to suppress all of them. And if there are people watching us or listening to us, and they found that it's hard for them to keep happiness for a long period of time mm-hmm. is because you have learned to suppress your emotions mm-hmm. and that is why it's so important that you allow misery or fear or you know to come because you are learning for the emotion to be what you are learning is to deal with your emotions and from there it will start transforming changing and expanding make sense oh absolutely. that is why very often we cannot keep our happiness for so long because we're not willing to feel with all our emotions and i've never heard it said that way but that is brilliant Luis. because when i did my happiness coaching certification you know he talked about you know on a scale zero to ten you know we have all range of emotion and the the point of life is to be okay with all of the emotions because it's happiness coaching i'm teaching happiness but in that i'm teaching it's important to have all the emotion but I've never heard it said like that. So thank you. Because that really <laughs> makes sense to me. That really does. As my guy said, and you will probably hear it from another people that are doing channeling, it's just a matter of a, a matter of a vibration. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes when I'm a little desperate because I'm pushing too much, in other words, I'm going against of what I don't like. The voice came, and I call it the voice, you know, the little voice came and, and my guy said, you are just a vibration away for finding what you are looking for. And I'm like, (laughs) 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 and I say, but I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated. I say, good, feel your frustration. You feel it, own it. Because you have to, yeah, you have to own it. You have Mm -hmm. to be able to allow the frustration to come. Do I like it? No, I don't like it. Okay, perfect. Do I want something different? Yes, How, how attached I am into frustration right now. Or again, you can say how attached I am, how a master of frustration I am, how addicted I am Mm. with frustration. And with addiction, I just want to share something that happens with a client of mine that she's just so beautiful. And I just admire her so much because one day we were talking about addictions, you know, seeing emotions as an addiction, you know, how addicted you are into misery, pain, you know, controlling, uh, failure, blah, 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 you know, all of that, whatever it was for that particular client. And, and suddenly just came and, and I look at him and I said, what do you want to be addicted to? And she looked at me and said, what? And I said, yes. Okay, if you're addicted to misery, you can also be addicted to happiness, 
-hmm. you can also be addicted to whatever. Anyway, the, the session ended, it kind of like was a very clear for her that concept of the addiction, you know, and how we can be addicted to anything. Mm -hmm. And later she sent me a text message and, and said, you know, I'm so happy that I am in LAPS. LAPS last an L-A-P apostrophe S. Mm -hmm. And he's like, what? What do you mean? What, what is this LAP means? And, it's, and she responded and said, I am in the Lewis Addiction Program. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I just started laughing and laughing. I said, good, I like that. I like yeah. that. I like that, you know, the concept of, yes, I want to be in a program to be addicted of, but what do you really want to be addicted to? Mm. You know, and, and I, you know, from there, I always, you know, when I'm having a difficult time, I always remember that, nice. you know, the LAP program, L-A-P, yes. Louis Addiction Program. And, mm. and, and it's true because mm -hmm. everything is about, again, depends how you want to see it as an addiction or as a master or how attached to a, you are into something. Mm -hmm. But again, you are so attached because you are doing it over and over again, over and over again. It's just so mm -hmm. easy. It's like, it's like when you learn how to write or how to drive mm -hmm. for those that, that drive, you know, the, the first time that you are in front of the uh, steering wheel is so hard because you are trying to remember so many things. But as soon as you start doing it and doing it and doing it to the point that you just go inside the car, you're not turning on, you're not thinking. Actually, sometimes you are thinking on this or talking on the phone and you know, blah, 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 mm -hmm. putting the music but you don't think. Oh, most of the time we, I have no idea how I got from point A to point B. I'm, yeah. I'm like, oh, did I actually drive? Like, it's so like autopilot. I think a lot of us do that when because we do things. Yeah. That's exactly what we are doing mm -hmm. with every single emotion. We go in autopilots mm -hmm. and yeah. we go into autopilot because we became a master of that particular feelings or that particular emotions or that particular vibrations. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. And Again, if you want to change, asking these questions, do I like it or not? What do I really want? Mm -hmm. Really ask. Yeah. And from there, there is another two secrets. That, uh -huh. Well, there, are, there is another big secret, but I want to share with you the first part of the secret. Uh -huh. Well, it's not really a secret, but, you know, kind of like uh, downloading information. And sometimes when I was asking these questions, the answer was, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And the voice keeps coming and say, what do you really want, Luis? Think about it. And because I was in so much misery, I couldn't answer. I said, I don't know. I don't really know what I, what I want. Means what I feel is horrible. What I feel is so miserable that I'm so overwhelmed. I'm, I'm so like blind. I'm so deaf, you know, it's just so hard to leave because I came into that position where it was even very hard for me to leave. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be here. I just mm -hmm. wanted to escape, mm -hmm. you know? And I tried to, to leave a couple of times. I didn't mm -hmm. succeed because I'm here, but basically that's how bad it was my life. Mm -hmm. And that is when you, you can use a, be a very beautiful tool that they, they taught me. And it's like, you know, Luis, what about if the only thing that you focus your attention is about in something that is called, it was very interesting, the, the, the vision came so interesting because from one angle was one pillar, but for a different angle, there were two. Mm -hmm. And it's called peace and clarity. Mm 
-hmm. and they come as one because when you have peace you have clarity and Mm. when you have clarity you have peace Mm -hmm. and that is why it's like two in one one in two Mm -hmm. and that was the first pillar that they showed me Mm -hmm. the second pillar that i they showed me and i will go a little further it was love and respect Because when you love yourself, you respect yourself. Absolutely. Yes. And when you respect yourself, you love yourself. But again, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a one thing divided into. But anyway, I want to go back into the first pillar because mm-hmm. this is very important. Mm-hmm. If you are in the situation that you are way too overwhelmed, that you don't know what to do, go to the first pillar. Mm-hmm. Start telling yourself that you want to go into peace and clarity. Mm-hmm. And remember, there is a very powerful way that you can do it is when you said, I am. Mm-hmm. And I go and say, I am peace, I am energy. For example, I use this concept a lot when I'm running. And when I'm running, I said, I am peace. And from there, I start saying, I think peacefully. I breathe peace. I speak peace. I communicate with peace. I feel peace. I am peace. Mm-hmm. I am clarity. I think with clarity. I breathe clarity. I speak with clarity. I communicate with clarity. I feel clarity. I vibrate clarity. I Mm -hmm. am clarity. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because what you are doing is going into all the senses, you know, it's Mm -hmm. kind of like, yes, I think, I breathe, I see, I see clarity. And Mm -hmm. something that I want to share that became very interesting about the difference between I speak with clarity and I communicate with clarity. Mm -hmm. I love and that. for some reason, it came two different things. One is what is going through my mouth, but also when I'm going through my throat chakra, mm. you know, communication, mm-hmm. speaking and communication. Well, and that's the energy chakra, right? Just yes. even focusing on that yes. is great. Yes. Well, Louis, we probably like, need to wrap this up. I, oh, okay. you have so much to share. Well, this is a thing. I want people to reach out to you because <laughs> what I have to tell you, you have to write a book or something because you have so much wisdom. Every time I have to tell anyone listening, every time I'm with Louis, I'm sitting there like my jaws dropped and I'm like on the edge of my seat. I learn so much from you every time. You Thank have you. so many gifts to this world. And I love the laps. Like that's going to be, that should be on your business card. You're like, what's yeah. laps? But let me tell you. <laughs> but I really appreciate all that you have to share with my people. And Thank you. I know they would love to reach out to you. And again, I don't want you to miss your sunset at is either. So no, no, please, that's okay. <laughs> please tell everyone how they can get in touch with you. And you can yeah. also do virtual um, sessions with people too. Yes, so. right now I do virtual sessions. I have clients in all around the world. And my phone number is 541 three two six five seven three eight my email address is healing hands by luis luis is l u i s at yahoo.com healing hands by luis at yahoo.com and if i don't answer immediately please just be patient with me Uh, i will do it i started a new adventure I'm working in a beautiful organization, helping families in the organ donation process. And sometimes I am on call for two or three days and I'm not able sometimes to see my my phone. But thank you so much for the invitation. It's been a pleasure to see you. Pleasure talking to you as always. And thank you for sharing this beautiful, wonderful information with everybody. Oh, thank you. And thank you for sharing yourself and all your gifts. And you just have so much to give this world. So thank you, Louis. I'm so glad to see you again. Well, (laughs) so anyway, make sure you all check them out. And um, if you have a story you want to share on this podcast or a gift you want to share on my podcast, 
please reach out to me by going to my website at michelle-joy.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-J-O-Y.com. And thank you again for listening. I hope you have a wonderful, miraculous day and happy manifesting. Yes. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening and joining me on my podcast. If you want to learn more about me, please go to my website at michelle-joy.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-J-O-Y.com. And on there, I have lots of goodies, including guided meditations and inspirational posts and blogs. And of course, I'm here to help you as your coach. So thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.